This ABA Journal podcast is brought to you by Westlaw Next, building on the strengths of Westlaw to bring you the next evolution of legal research, their most significant innovation in 30 years. It's a complete research system that gives you confidence you found the most relevant information, and it elevates productivity with intuitive workflow tools. Learn more at westlawnext.com. This is Richard Brust, assistant editor at the ABA Journal, and we're talking to Mark Walsh our reporter at the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings for the second day of the hearings, the confirmation hearings for Elena Kagan to become the next Supreme Court Justice. Mark, it's the second day. It's been another long day so far. And it appears that the Republicans have begun to play their, their hand today. Started with Senator Sessions this morning, criticizing criticizing Kagan on military recruitment at Harvard. And during a break, he also continued to critique Kagan's tactics in the matter. What do you think the the takeoff was on that? How did that come across to everybody? Well, that was, I would say, the most lively moment. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of flashes of humor today, but that that was the most electric moment because that was a fierce and ongoing uh, battle uh, this morning between Senator Sessions, the ranking Republican on the committee, and the nominee, Elena Kagan. Senator Sessions used most of his half hour of, of his initial round of questioning uh, to pursue that issue. And, and, and uh, in my mind, he, he actually, you know, scored some points in that he, you know, was raising some inconsistencies and with, with the way Kagan ha- has handled this, and especially with regard to whether she was required to follow the Third Circuit's ruling. And I won't go into all the, the details there. But but uh, on the other hand, I was struck that, that none of the other Republicans have really picked up on that, even though some had you know suggested that that was an issue for them. And it seems that last year in Sonia Sotomayor's uh, hearing, there was more consistency across the Republicans in, in their, their critique. Do you get the feeling today that the Republicans were splitting up the issues one after the next? I know that the next person down the line, I believe, was Senator Hatch, who basically criticized the Citizens United disagreement. And I I know that uh, Solicitor General Kagan didn't have much to do with that, though she argued the case. But that seemed to be his major his major point. Yeah, that's certainly possible that they're they're you know taking aim at different uh, parts of her record that, and you know, and then we we've seen some other areas you know, and, and so you know Senator Hatch and even you know some Democrats on the committee have been raising questions about Citizens United. You know, it it, it, it there is there is a uh, diverse attack on her on her record, but then you know we reach a senator like Lindsey Graham with whom she had a very breezy conversation over 30 minutes, still dealing with some important issues over national security, but some some great moments of humor, and I'd, I would, I'd probably only do them injustice if I tried to uh, to cover some of those. But any- she, she and Lindsey Graham seem to get along very well together up there. I imagine that they've had a lot of conversations in the past and have talked frequently. And there's some certainly speculation that he might be the – the Republican who who might vote for her nomination, he voted for Sonia Sotomayor's nomination last year, and right. he was uh, certainly lauding some of her views. And- One blogger called 
a lot of Kagan's responses similar to that of a law professor. And watching the part of the hearings on TV here, it certainly seemed as if she had that effect. Uh, did did her, her responses seem to bear that as well to people in the audience? Well, I might answer the way Senator Grassley might, which is I'm not a lawyer and I haven't been to law school. And I mean, yes, I, I mean, I think she's, if you mean that, you know, she she just getting away with an easy back and forth with the senators. She she seemed to be lecturing people pretty darn well as to the back, yes, as, as some of the background of some of the cases that they brought up and some of the other legal issues. Yeah, I mean, I think so, but I think she's, you know, doing it in a way that does not come across as harsh or or that she, you know, knows more than they do or in in committing any of the sins that, that you know, going back as far as Robert Bork that he did as a as a nominee. So. Speaking of speaking of Robert Bork, let's 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 hit that for one second on sort of a side approach here. One thing that she did do that struck me as sort of humorous, and I think it was one of the first things she said during the beginning of the hearings today, was that she eased back a little bit on the 1995 essay that she wrote criticizing the confirmation problem. And she said something to the along the lines of the fact that she may have pushed it a little bit too much when she wrote that essay. W what did you make of that reaction? Yes, well, she was certainly on notice from the Republicans and some of the other members of the committee that that was going to be an area for questioning and, and potential criticism. And I, I think she, you know, had an answer for that that she she did need to uh, step back from the idea of, of of you know being as forthright as she called for in you know 1995 from the perspective she had at that point. And as she said today, it's a little bit different sitting in the chair as the nominee. But she did laud the committee for, you know, being aggressive and, and essentially said that, you know, this committee was doing a better job than uh, the Judiciary Committee in 1995 had. And, of course, it doesn't hurt her to, to be complimenting uh, those who are about to vote on her. But uh, So, so she's, she's, she's can't, she can't win on that one because if she gra congratulates the committee, then they're obviously doing as good a job on her as she would have expected them to have done way back years ago on, on some of the other uh, uh, Supreme Court nominees that they treated a little more, more obliquely. Right. The other thing that she seemed to ease off a little bit was her admiration of Israeli Justice Barak, and she said, uh, I believe it was might have been Senator Graham, she basically said that while she admired him, she didn't necessarily agree with a lot of his decisions. How did that come across? What, what was well, I think that uh, she has, um, I think, more or less successfully, you know, neutralized that as an issue. Uh, I mean, certainly with some help from Democrats and, and Senator Schumer of New York was just coming to her aid to that sense of reminding everyone that she lauded Antonin Scalia in that way before, and other judges from across the ideological spectrum and people from across the spectrum. So in a way that you, she couldn't possibly be, uh, you know, agreeing with the, the values or the the ideologies of, of the diverse number of people that she's introduced and, and lauded in her, her roles, uh, such as a, a Harvard Law Dean. You know, but there have been a few Republicans who, who you know, mentioned this Justice Barack of, of Israel, but, I, you know, they, they haven't stayed on it for too long. Well, I, I don't know that that's 
going to be not not going to be much of an issue in the remaining part of the forward. hearings. Yeah, if if I can applaud one response today, and I, I noticed I noted this to you earlier, I I thought it was I, I was wondering where Senator Graham was going to go when he inquired about the Christmas Day bombing, and then she at first thought he was asking her about the issue itself when he was actually asking her where she was on Christmas Day. And her response was, well, like most other Jews, I was at a Chinese restaurant. And uh, sort of hope that the the hearings will be filled with, with some of those as they go along. Right. As well. and, and, and then she actually, I mean, just ever so slightly ago, she said, I was probably at a Chinese restaurant. Right. <laughs> I, um, you know, I mean, the, the room just erupted. Chairman Leahy said, I kind of saw that coming, but, you know, eased, you know, the tension. And, 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 and then, you know, and Senator Graham was about to and, and did get into some serious questions about national security, but uh, yeah, she's just just very confident today. Has a breezy manner with some of the members of the committee. Uh, does pretty well when she's been pressed by some of the more ornery members of the the committee, including Democratic Senator Owen Specter. And you know, I mean, all, all in all, I'd say she is is doing pretty well in her first day of questioning. Great. What are we looking for tomorrow, Mark? More questioning from the senators. Are we expecting any outside witnesses to start tomorrow? I don't have a, any good guidance on that at this point. I, I would personally, based on experience, predict that that will not happen until at least Thursday, although I think we're you know, going along at a reasonable clip and as possible, but I would say Thursday was more likely. Uh, in other words, her, her testimony will continue through you know, tomorrow for sure. And, and that we may not, and possibly into Thursday, and that we uh, probably wouldn't get to the, the panels that follow her till till Thursday. Well, then, will, will there will there be a second round of questioning from the from the senators after after the first round of questioning goes? Usually there is, and, and by that point, you know, most of the Democrats do not participate. They want to move things along. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, you know, one of them will participate for just a few minutes, have some questions, and the Republicans will participate and that that's usually that's not 30 minutes it's usually a shorter time period believe you know 10 minutes at a time and and so we will hear i think at least a second round from republicans and because um, you know many many have indicated they, they they didn't get everything they wanted to get to in their first round right well we'll be looking forward to it mark and thanks again for all your work and uh we'll, we'll talk again tomorrow This ABA Journal podcast was brought to you by Westlaw Next, building on the strength of Westlaw to bring you the next evolution of legal research. Their most significant innovation in 30 years, it's a complete research system that gives you confidence you found the most relevant information, and it elevates productivity with intuitive workflow tools. Learn more at westlawnext.com.